Hello and welcome to Podcast Eater, the Culture Eater podcast. My name's Ezekiel, I'm the editor and co-runner of Culture Eater, and today I'm joined by legendary all-around guy, Brendan. Hello, Brendan. Hey, yes, thanks very much for having me. How are you going? Doing alright, doing alright. How have you been? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. That's good. I've got a bit of an itchy foot, but I'm okay. You probably fix, might want to fix that up soon enough. I've tried. Well, I hope it doesn't affect you for this for this episode, so uh, yes. let's well, go well, well, this episode is about an itch that I want to scratch. Xenoblade Chronicles 2. How long have you been waiting to scratch this itch? Um, probably a few weeks, I don't know. Anyway. Well, you should probably get that checked out. I should probably get that checked out. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, I brought Brennan on today because he's played and finished Xenoblade Chronicles 2, though that was a little while ago. It's about a year ago now, actually. So most of my but, most of my things are going to be a little bit... Wait, no, didn't you... Wasn't it 2018 that you finished it? Or... It was, yes, it was 2018, yeah. If I remember rightly. It's been one or two years. Anyway, anyway. yeah, um, It was about a year since it released on the Switch okay. that I finished it. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, whereas I'm playing through it now and I haven't finished it, but my experience is more fresh. Yeah. So anyway, uh, let's get into it. So let's we'll, get started. We'll start with the plot. Shall I start? Or? Uh, yes, yes, because I'm a little bit still um, okay. foggy on the plot. All right. The setting is a world called Allrest. Mm-hmm. Uh is filled with a cloud sea, which is basically the ocean, but it has clouds on the, yeah. uh, as its surface layer. Um, in this world, in the center of it, is a world tree called Elysium, which is uh, believed to be some sort of paradise. And in the world, you have people living on these giant creatures called titans, who just roam around the cloud sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, you start off as a guy called Rex. Uh, he's a salvager, which is... Basically, someone who dives for salvage. You get called... You get commissioned to go on a salvaging mission Mm -hmm. uh, by a trade guild. Uh, In there, you... Some hijinks that aren't wacky occur. Uh, You die, then you get resurrected, and you're bonded with a blade, a legendary blade specifically, uh, and who requests your help in getting to Elysium, and from there, the game. The, the crux of the the entirety of the game ensues. Yeah, was that okay? Or? For the most part, um, you're actually going up against. I um, can't remember the name of the organization that you're going up against, but they're also wanting to get to the World Tree for other reasons. Yes. Um, most of it will be explained when you play the game, so we're not going to spoil too much here. That's yeah. for you to find out. Yeah, we're going to avoid spoilers as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I know a fair bit more than I probably should. Yeah. Just because whatever. Because <laughs> um, conversations we've had, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, I guess I should probably explain what a blade is. Yeah. So in, in the world of Auras, you have these things called core crystals. Now, within these core crystals, people link with them to summon? They summon, they summon the blades and the blades are some, most of the blades that are summoned technically are part of, uh, they bind with the, uh, these consciousness. Yeah. So they get their own sort of, um, Personality, personality based, off, thing. Yeah. based off whoever summons them first. Yeah. yeah. Um, or unless they're a legendary um, legendary um, blade that has had a lot of history down the line. Yeah. So they retain their, their their visage and that sort of thing. Somewhat, to some extent. Yeah. Not they, don't rem- they don't remember their past memories, but they do remember their... Certain things. Certain things, yeah. Um, yeah, so blades, are, in gameplay terms, essentially what provide you with your abilities. They're your... Like, they will always appear on the field, but mm-hmm. using certain blades will give you certain weapons, certain abilities, certain field-based skills. Mm-hmm. Um, they're where a lot of the gameplay 
factors in, yeah. essentially. Pretty much. Uh, more so with combat than the field, but the field is still pretty important. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for example, there are certain field abilities um, that are context-sensitive within each of the um, areas within the game. Yep. Um, and certain blades you'll need to use because they have certain abilities. Yeah. So yeah. one, when you're like doing visiting a search point, uh, one of the abilities might give you more stuff depending on what you're pulling out of that search point. Yeah, or, um, or it can give you a, a rarer item, a higher chance for a rarer item or yeah. stuff like that, you know. Or you, you might be breaking down a barrier or you might be, like, uh, launching into the air. Yeah, there's a plethora, there's a plethora of different um, field uh, field abilities. Yeah, that you can that you can get. Yeah. Um, so I guess should we talk about the environment? Or? Yeah, yeah, we should. Um, so most of the time you spend um, working your way through the game on Titans. Most of the the maps on the ti- the world maps on the Titans are very expansive, but it is still very segmented because there are about five, four or five Titans that you end up. Um, uh, walking around on throughout the entire game. Yeah. Um, and because they're not interlinked with each other, you do have to use fast walk travel. points and yeah. fast travel and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, how did we describe before in, in the draft? It was open. Um, it, it's open enough that there's a lot to discover. There's a lot of items you can find. There's a lot of enemies you can fight. There are a lot of really cool little areas. Yeah. Oh, segmented open Segme- world. Yes, yeah, yeah. segmented open world. That's so, it. So, like, each Titan as befitting of their name, has a large area to explore. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm aware. Most of them are... No, actually, yeah, they all... Yeah, they for, the all part, for the most part. We won't, I won't discuss anything yeah. more about that. But yeah. Some, some are bigger part, than others, but yeah. yeah. For yeah. the most part, they're pretty expansive. Pretty much. Um, and, you know, yeah, there's generally a lot of things to do, a lot of things to see. Uh, mm-hmm. The environments themselves are generally pretty... pretty mm-hmm. Generally pretty, pretty. Yeah. Some aren't, and that's fine. Uh, there's often enough to keep you interested so you don't always feel their size. I, I do feel that some of the fast travel points could be better placed. Yeah. Just yeah. for coverage-wise. Um, but otherwise, it's generally pretty good. Uh, there is a lot of stuff to find and see. Mm-hmm. The towns are good. Yeah, there's actually a lot of NPCs that you can talk to within the towns as well. So it gives every little town and city just a little bit more life. Everything feels big. Yeah. Because it is big. It is that, big. That's it's the massive. It. The game is very massive in terms of the world and the story. Yeah. So. Um, I guess we'll then talk about the trees. The trees. The trees. Huh? No, no. Actually, there's, there's not many trees outside of the Gormati Empire, are there? Not really. Not really. That no, There's not really that many at all. I mean, take Moradane, for example. Moradane is just one big, massive um, desert. Kind of, yeah. Well, um, like, it, it's also... It's not entirely desert. Part of it's pretty rocky. But yeah, not, but not it's very desolate. It. It's very desolate. There's yeah. not that much vegetation on Moradane yeah, at like, all. It factors into the story, and we won't discuss that anyway. But um, I think probably we should talk into, talk about some of the game mechanics. Oh, wait, no, music. Music, yes. The yes, music's music. fine. Some of it's a bit verbose. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's what you wanted to say for the most part. That, that's all I really wanted to say. Um, yeah, like, for, for, for example, the when you're going through most of the um, the Gormody Empire, you, the, the, the music's very... Uh, some of the music doesn't suit some of the areas that it's portraying in the game. Yeah. But I'm guessing they're more so going for... for in my opinion, they're probably going for more the, the story, the character feeling, rather than... Fitting the environment sometimes. Yeah, but even so, I mean, like that that main song behind the Gormati Empire area yeah. 
This is just yeah. one example. Mm-hmm. Some of the music's really thin. Generally, Tower music's really good. Mm. And I feel for the, the giant Jellyfish Titan collective, Yeah, the music also works really well there. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. It's been a while. But, yeah, I know exactly yeah. what Jerry means. Yeah. Um, but, like, for things like the Gormati Empire, it's it's fine at first because, you know, you've got, it's kind of got this sense of excitement mm-hmm. and the heading off of an adventure. Yeah. But... It, it starts to wear. It doesn't really fit with the environment it's portraying. Now, what, what I was showing Brendan just before was the, um like, just one track from the original Xenoblade, yeah. which I just felt was a better... It might have been a bit biased because I haven't finished that one either. I've attempted that, like, four times now. I've never yeah. finished it. Yeah. Although I might get there this time. Yeah, you might get there this time. Um, you never know. never know. But it, it was just such a better fit. It, it fits better. Don't get me wrong. Each of the Each of the compositions are very well made. Yeah. Like, on their own, if you listen to them on the soundtrack, they sound beautiful. Yeah. But, like... like they don't really fit some of the environments that yeah. they ev- evoke. Or, or the combat one. Yeah. It's, it's some of the, s- the songs are too much of a song, is the mm. best way I can put it. Yeah. Um, and having direct music like that is generally fine, but it, it still needs to fit in some way. And I just... Some of the parts of certain tracks do fit with the area that they're in, but the overall piece doesn't. But... Yeah. Look, the but music that, is fine. If anything, it's, that's more subjective rather than anything else. Well, it, it's fine. The music fits. Yeah. Like, it, it works for the most part. Some of it doesn't. Some yeah. of it does. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Just, it could have been better. But anyway. Yeah. yeah anyway. Let, let, let's talk about... Let's talk about some of the game mechanics, I let, suppose. Let's talk about combat. Um. Yeah. So, <laughs> basically, um, combat is a very, um, very standard uh, action RPG sort of... No, because most action RPGs don't have auto attack. No, you're right. So it's it's probably a hybrid. Um, would you say turn based? No, yeah, no, no, no. Bit of- no not turn based either. Okay. Um, it's real time. So yeah, real time combat. Uh, what Xenoblade one and two, and I'm sure X also does, mm-hmm. is you have auto attacks. So you just always like as long as you're not moving around. At least in this one, I think it wasn't so much in Xenoblade Chronicles one because mm-hmm. you could still move around and attack. I think when you're not moving around in Xenoblade Chronicles 2, mm-hmm. you're attacking yeah. in combat. Um, you know, you have your abilities which are based on a charge, not so much a timer. Yeah. Although you can set up certain things to make them on a timer mm-hmm. to an extent. And some of them are based on positioning. Well, they'll do more damage or some of them are healing. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And then you've got your um, your blade attacks and you've also got your blade abilities as well. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them can be governed by which blades you equip yeah. um, as well. Well, the, the blades have elements. Yeah. Um, and then you also have chain attacks, which are based on a bar, and those are based more on your characters and your blades. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a lot going on, and it can be a bit overwhelming, like especially when you're still getting tutorials like by like five, six chapters in. Yeah. I can't it, remember. It's very in-depth. Yeah. It's a very in-depth combat system. It's very involved. Um, there's a lot of play within it to for you to um, grasp some of the, the the advanced combos and the um, and the element combos and stuff like that within um, uh, uh, getting past certain enemies' um, weaknesses and stuff like that. Yep. Um, but other than that, it's yeah, it does take quite a while to sort of get a feel, true feel for the combat. Yeah. But when you do get a feel for it, I feel like it's a pretty solid portion of the game. Yeah, no, that's certainly a, a good way of putting it. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it can just be overwhelming first and it, it does get a bit 
tedious when you're still getting tutorials, like when you feel you're a yeah. good chunk of yeah. the game. But everything ends up working together. Like the ultimate goal of combat in it is to do more damage to the enemy than the enemy does to you. Of course. So, <laughs> well, I mean, if the enemy does more damage to you and you heal it back up, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But you, yeah. you want to defeat the enemy before the enemy defeats you. If you don't defeat the enemy... You don't get a game over. You just get taken back to your last um, yeah yeah and I, and landmark last it's, landmark and I, I feel in that regard Xenoblade two Xenoblade Chronicles two is very forgiving in terms of combat. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not ready to face a certain boss or something like that, you can always grind for for more levels and then come back. Or you can like rearrange your strategy. Yeah, you've you've got the play to rearrange your rearrange your blades. Get mm-hmm. your um get your accessories um, fixed up or proper and stuff like that. It gives you the play to come back to certain situations with different um, different, uh, different strategies. Yeah, and the fact that each character can equip up to three blades of varying elements as well and different weapons and yeah. blah, 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 Something blah, blah. Like it, you know, there's... You said depth. I'm, I'm not... Look, I'm pretty sure there is depth to it. I'm, I'm just feeling it's kind of more wide than it is deep. Yeah, yeah. Like even even I have to admit now now that you say it's more wide because there's a lot of different elements. Yeah, and um, but they're not they're either not really explained as well, or they also don't fit together well, in terms of um, strategy and sort of thing. Well, see, I, I might be not thinking about this probably, but you know, and I'm sorry if I'm wrong about this, but yeah, not everything necessarily connects with each other, although it does kind of build on each. May- yeah, 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 I think you. Pr- it's probably more wide than it is deep, I yeah, guess. Yeah. I don't think there's anything else you're going to really say about that. Yeah. Um, because, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, like, as we said, there's a lot of different components here at play. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of different strategies you can take. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know, you, you do have your attacker, tank, healer. All your subclasses and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any much else, else we can say. I think we covered that pretty well. Okay. Um, um, all right, so regular gameplay? Um, yeah, regular gameplay. So um, as we've said, the, um, the world... Wait, wait, hang on. Mm-hmm. Let's just stop back from there. Okay. So now that we've talked about combat, <laughs> how does the rest of the gameplay? That would probably be a better way to put that through into the next portion of the of the episode no oh, it's too late now it's too late now okay. um anyway so yeah um for the as we said before it's very each area is open and expansive there's a lot of enemies to fight there's mm. a lot of uh secret areas to explore the towns are full of life and there's a lot of side quests that you can undertake as well mm. um each of the unique blades have side quests that you can um you can do as well um there's fetch quests that you can do there's um a mercenary um, side mission that you can do as well. The, the mercenary side missions are, um, if you've ever played Assassin's Creed Black Flag, are like the ships mm-hmm. that you can send out from your ship, um, though they don't keep going when you're not playing. So yeah. the mercenary missions only run whilst you're playing. Yeah. Um, for the most part, you're just doing a lot of exploration within the game. Yeah. Um, there's not really much else you can say. It's just more exploration rather than anything else. Every, every little area is self-contained, so you can... Um, explore to your heart's content and there's really not much there's not much in the way of you know getting lost because there's a nice mini map and all that sort of thing Um, you know generally your biggest barriers are like enemies too high level and and world and world world obstacles and stuff like that that you need certain blades to get past well certain abilities so it's blocked by it's basically blocked by um, by story progression essentially 
Some, some, some of them you get through story progression and stuff like that, and if oh, you yeah, don't have true. the blades, you know, you can't other, get through certain areas. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, I guess also, like, um, let's yeah. talk about some of the gripes that we have. Wait, wait, wait. You, you've, got, you've got something really important. Oh, what would that, what would that have been? You talk to NPCs. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, so for the most part, most of the NPCs actually bring a lot of life to the towns as well, yeah. even though they do the whole tried and true trope of one line per... Um, Per NPC. Although it's a bit more... Like, you get a few lines of dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Um, you get and f- it, it updates every chapter. Yeah, it, that's what I love about it as well. That There's a dynamic range of different things that NPCs say during each of the chapters. Yeah. So okay. it's it feels, it, it feels like the, the NPCs are growing with the world as you progress. Yeah. I, I feel that if you're, like, someone who has to see everything, mm-hmm. it, it can get a bit too much. Yeah, there's, um, a, there's a lot of the game that you probably should miss out on in my opinion mm, no, 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 I'm no, talking no. about NPCs well, and stuff like that well, yeah, well I'm talking about dialogue yeah it's yeah. like probably to an extent you should like there's things you should pay attention to yeah but there's a lot that it's, can be it's nice for world building yeah um, but yeah look other than that it's a pretty decent setup. like there's not really much to say about the gameplay the gameplay is pretty straightforward yeah but sorry what was your gripe yeah Um. so basically like one of the very few gripes I have about the game is um most of the uh, most of the um, unique blades that you can get is locked behind what is essentially RNG. Yeah. Um, you can manipulate that with a few different core crystals and items and stuff like that. But it's a, it's a section within the game that you'll end up spending quite a number of hours on unless you get really lucky. Yeah, so if you're looking for something in a completionist sense... Let, let me just... Was, yeah. So let me cut... Sorry <laughs> to interrupt. Um, I'm going to let you finish, but... yeah. <laughs> uh, need to just clarify here. So you've got like common blades and you've got your rare blades and common blades do have levels of rarity, of course. And your, your yeah. rare blades are basically your unique blades. The, the common ones are more generic and yeah. sometimes they're really good. Sometimes they're not, but anyway. Yeah. So everything is unlocked through, well, all blades are unlocked through core, core, core crystals. crystals. Some of them are obviously unlocked through progression, but yeah, but most are through core crystals. Yeah. So, and you know, you have to, you, enemies will drop core crystals of certain rarities. Yeah. And that, to me, is the... Personally, it's the the most grindy part of the game because you will end up spending a lot of hours grinding for, say, rare or legendary core crystals. Um, Some blades can be unlocked by using cores on a certain character. There's a whole lot of different elements to to the randomness of which one... um, unique blades that you do unlock. Yeah. So, and, and unless you know what like affects those chances and the mechanics, mm. you you could be spending a lot of time go getting absolutely nowhere. Yeah, exactly. You're probably going to end up clearing your inventory of common blades a lot before you actually get all of the um all the unique ones. Yeah. You could you could literally spend because I I personally did spend about six to eight hours, um, grinding for cores, opening cores, and that sort of thing. That's it probably it can detract away from the game a little bit, in my opinion. But mm. if you're a completionist, if you're willing to run the gauntlet, it's worthwhile. You get some awesome blades out of it. But in my opinion, it's a little too grindy. It doesn't necessarily need to be done to finish the game. No, which is good. no. You, you'll probably get enough unique, well, rare blades to get by. Yeah, more than enough. And you'll probably on... end up using them more than some of the regular blades in the game as well. Well, you mean most definitely will. Though some of the regular blades can actually get pretty powerful. Also. Yeah, true, like, true. The, the thing about it is that it's good in that you can't just 
like immediately break the game too. There are other ways to break the game, yeah. like such as salvaging. Yeah. Um, but you, you can't. It's true. You, you can't immediately just cut the game in two and and like, oh look, everything is easy from the bat. Unless but you get extremely. Unless lucky. Unless you get extremely lucky. Mm. It's bad because, you know, if you do have a completionist mindset, or if you want to see some things, or you are trying to get a bit more variance in terms of. Hmm. Um, rare blades than what you get through the story. Yeah, you could end up spending a long time just and working it and working it and working it. Yeah, and not only that, factoring in, in as well that most of those rare blades have their own storylines and submissions as well. Right. So, which oh, actually, that does feed into something about the gameplay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The upgrading. Yes. In that your characters have upgrade charts, your blades have upgrade charts that you don't have too much control over i mean mm-hmm. like it will unlock over progress and there are things you can do to influence it yeah but if certain things don't happen it's not going to happen whereas with your characters it works on a point system you've got upgrading your abilities upgrading your weapons you've got upgrading how much stuff you can hold mm-hmm. you've got upgrading to unlock abilities that you can equip to your blades and like abilities being boost damage or whatever yeah and other um, things such as that yeah there's a lot of upgrading there's a lot of different things that come into the game mm-hmm. that is really it can get a bit too much it can feel like a bit of a drag at times yeah and it's definitely another time sink within the game if like i said there's there's a lot that you can sink your teeth into mm. but if it's i would say it's definitely not for the casual player uh, not really because yeah. most of the concepts and um and the upgrades within the game if you if you need to put a bit of time you need to sink a bit of time into to get the most out of it no well yeah if, if you want to dig deep no it's probably you're not well okay let me rephrase that as a casual player you will actually get a lot of enjoyment out of it but there's also that added layer of um of tedium tedium if you are a seasoned jrpg player if you if you if you love the grind if you love going around and you know maximizing everything yeah like yeah no it it can get a bit um too much of a drag at at parts it gets Um, daunting buying stuff or upgrading stuff i find can actually be really annoying because you know you especially with the core crystal uh not the core crystal so the abilities that you clip yeah. to the blades yeah you know oh look i've got the right parts of this but i have to get this thing up and i can only do it one item at a time as yeah. far as i'm aware you know because yeah. when you're unlocking abilities that you equip to your blades as opposed to equipment that you equip to your main characters mm-hmm. you know you have to go to a certain store and each ability as long as you've got the right empty thing for it you can upgrade as long as you also have the right empty materials for it, yeah, and you can only put there, it up. There, there's a method to its madness, but unfortunately, some of it's lost with the tedium of what you have to do. Well, as far as I'm aware, you can't autofill it. Yeah. So you will have to select an item, then you will have to bring that item to the maximum amount. To the maximum required. amount, and then yeah, then you upgrade it. There's there's a, there's a lot of micromanagement within it if you're into that sort of thing. But but it's a yeah, lot of as we said, it does get yeah. tedious. It's because very good, very but, te- very tedious. Ultimately, with the micromanagement stuff. And this ties to some of the other things in the game as well, is that it feels a bit unnecessary. Mm. Um, it, it feels like, okay, this is just eating into my time. Which, ultimately, this is something that I feel with the game at times. It's just mm-hmm. this is doesn't need to necessarily be what it is. Yeah. That being said, aside from a few other gripes, like the plot, which has a lot of interesting ideas in it, but doesn't necessarily... It, it, it kind of feels a bit... It feels a bit hit, hit and miss and underdeveloped, but... It, it's it's, yeah. it's a bit too willing to go for cliche at times, which I don't like. Yeah. Um, overall, the games, it's pretty well made. It's fun. It's enjoyable. Yeah. 
Um, it does have like it does it does have it does have a few um, little issues here and there. But even I can sort of go, yeah, I'm I'm more of a seasoned JRPG player. I do love a bit of grinding in certain games, and I do love the micromanagement um, options that it provides to you. So, ooh, really? I yeah, I kind of did actually. So I'm not a big fan of so much of the micromanagement. Sometimes. Like, it would just be great to have, like, an autofill or... Like, there could be these options. I just have missed them. Yeah, But, like, yeah. when buying stuff, I don't want to have to necessarily buy stuff in increments of one and hold a button down until it goes up into higher increments, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to have to... Like, if I'm built, like, making an ability for a blade, mm-hmm. I want to be able to just... Just get autofill it. it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't want to have to select things in increments of yeah, one. Yeah, I don't... Personally, I don't mind it because I've played games that have similar structures like that. My problem is we're past that and it just feels yeah. like a... It just feels like it's eating my time. Yeah, it like does. why? Why should it, I have to do this? Uh, it, I want to get into playing the game. Yeah, you know, it, it's a few seconds at most at any given time, mm-hmm. but it's annoying. Yeah, yeah, um, I totally get it. And like, I shouldn't if I want to like just have to equip something that's like uh, heal on critical attack. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to go through multiple menus just to create one of it. And if I want to create another one of it, do the same. Do the same thing. thing again. Yeah. No, I totally understand that. Yeah. I get I I yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't like that particular element yeah. to it, but it's definitely a gripe within yeah. the game. I, um, I yeah I I don't think there's much else we can say. Yeah, at this well, point, I, I guess a better way for me to put it is that mm. I find certain things about it frustrating. I find more things about it enjoyable and good. Um, it does get a it does have a bit too much feature creep. Mm-hmm. Um, a good example is the kind of 8-bit based mini game that you have yeah. for one certain blade like to unlock their abilities and whatnot yeah. which is fun it's really simple it's, it's fun it's, and a, it's a ni- it's a nice um palette cleanser of sorts yeah but at the same time it highlights that maybe monolith soft went a bit too far yeah in areas because like it's fine if there was maybe a bit less like without the like so many side quests relating to being able to unlock more abilities and whatnot hmm for your blade specifically, not for NPCs. Yeah. Um, that would be okay. Yeah. I, I At the end of the day, I feel like some of the content within the game was just there to pad the time a little bit. It's a very expansive and you can easily put over 200 hours into the game if you wanted yeah. to. But most of that content does feel it's like it's just padding. I don't necessarily feel like it's padding. I just feel that they went a little bit too far. It's not about mm. so much ambition. Mm. Um, because they generally have pretty ambitious ideas. Yeah. I just feel they might have, yeah, just gone a little too far and, and like could have reined it back a little bit in places. But overall, yeah. Okay. Look, this is it's a fun game. It's enjoyable. It's it is well made. Yeah. You know, I can't I don't feel that any part of it is necessarily sloppy. Like even for what I'm talking about, the micromanagement, I don't feel yeah. sloppy. It's like it's still it's well still made, very well, well made, yeah. It just, like, I just feel that they went too far in places and some things that, to me at least, without my having a background in game development, yeah, seem like obvious things that could have at least made it feel a bit smoother in certain places. Yeah. But, um, yeah, look, I'd recommend it. Would you recommend it? Yeah, i totally recommend it. Um, for it being one of the, um, still regarded as one of the best titles on the Switch at the moment, hmm. um, it's definitely earned that place for me. Yeah. Um, Especially after completion. I definitely recommend that you should continue with it and finish it. Oh, I'm going to. Um, and for those of you out there, definitely give it a definitely give it a look. Um, y- you may end up being turned off by some of the um, 
some of the feature creep within the game and mm-hmm. it might get a little bit tedious. But if you stick with it, it's definitely a very rewarding experience and I definitely recommend it. All right. Well, there you have it. So either you know you play Xenoblade Chronicles 2 or don't. Well, you don't. We're not your parents, but, you know. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so there we go. All right. Well, look, thank you very much for your time, All Brandon. Right. Thanks so much for having me. Um, you can check me out on Twitch uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I'm also on Twitter as well, and I also write occasionally for Culturator. Is there anything you'd like to point? I believe that's all. All right. Well, yeah, thank you very much for your time. Thank you to all our listeners uh, and supporters, patrons. Sorry. Patrons. Without uh, without your generous contributions every month, we wouldn't, you know, have, we wouldn't be able to do this content for you, obviously. Yeah. Um, thank you too much. Thank you very much for our readers as well. Yeah. Just thank you for everyone who in some way is appreciating culture editor and podcast editor as well. Mm-hmm. And of course, a big thank you to Sixo for without whom just wouldn't be... Fun. It wouldn't be as fun to do. Yes. It wouldn't it wouldn't be as worthwhile. Mm-hmm. She's just awesome. Yeah. And also a big thank you to our very special special guest today, the fly that won't leave me alone. <laughs> oh, it's your best friend now, isn't it? Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you a story about that after. Another time. Another, another time. time. But thanks very much for listening, and we hope we hope you have a great afternoon or day or night, wherever you are in the world. Nice. Right. Thanks very much. Bye.